Hey, I'm Sheena, former miserable corporate attorney turned full-time calligrapher and creative entrepreneur. I used to feel like I was living my life for other people, and now I am more true to myself than ever. And each week, I'm sharing a short but powerful lesson that I've learned on that journey. So if you're looking for a way to get more creativity and possibility into your life, you're so in the right place. Let's dive right in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Sheena Show. <laughs> You'll notice I'm um, I'm maybe like a little bit different today. I sound a little different. My tone is a little, I don't know, more thoughtful. And that's because I wanted to share a real life and business update with you and just be really honest <laughs> um, with where I've been um, over the past month or so. Of course, I have some lessons in it uh, for you, lessons that I've learned kind of as I've gone through this. But yeah, it's going to be kind of just more of a casual chat today, not as prepared. So I hope you'll stick with me because it really does kind of come from my heart. I really want to share with you what happened. For those of you who follow me on Instagram, I'm at Crooked Calligraphy. You might have already heard um, what happened and the sort of short headline grabber thing that happened is I got hit by a pickup truck while I was in Maui on vacation. Um, I was riding a bicycle and the pickup truck kind of like hit me straight on and I bounced off the hood and rolled onto the ground. I'm, I'm okay. Like, I, <laughs> please don't worry. I'm, I was wearing a helmet. I, I didn't have like major, major injuries, you know, just some like really, really bad bruising, you know, of my knees and legs and, and kind of bruising all over. But, you know, I'm, I'm okay physically. <laughs> when I got back from Maui and this was at the very beginning of August, like August 3rd, I got back and I think it just kind of at that point had seeped into my emotional depths what happened and the fact that I could have been way more injured I was really lucky but I if anything had gone different I could have like one of my hands or my feet could have been crushed like it could have been it could have ended really differently that plus the fact that I I just turned 40 <laughs> so I you know I'm pretty transparent with you. I batch, I totally batch these Sheena show recordings. It's the only way to do it for all you uh, business owners out there that are creating content. But, uh, you know, because I batch this, I'm recording this August 30th and my birthday was August 26th. So I literally just turned 40 and this year, 2021, I mean, God, raise your hand if it has been way harder than 2020. Like I know 2020 will kind of go down as the year of the pandemic and when everything shut down and when we had to really grapple with toilet paper shortages and people getting sick and dying and being afraid to leave the house and all of that. But at least for me, in a lot of ways, 2021 has just been way harder. And I don't know if it's because just in 2020, we were just rising to the occasion. We were responding right? Our kids were at home all of a sudden. We were working from home. Things were shut down. Like it was very uncertain, but we were also just, okay, how do we deal with the current crisis? 
And by the time 2021 came around, it just, we had been dealing with the crisis for eight or nine months and it, we didn't know when it was going to end. And the kids had been home from school for how long? And, you know, it just, I don't know about you all, but like 2021 has been the hardest year. So anyway, I think all of that together, just being hit by a truck and, you know, escaping, but I could have been really injured turning 40 and then just what like we as as the world have been going through. It all just kind of came together (laughs) into a perfect soup of just emotional fucking meltdown. Totally honest with you. I was just an emotional mess. No motivation to do anything. Crying at the drop of a hat just feeling down like nothing was really worth getting up for. I I don't think I was depressed. I think I was really going processing, just kind of going through and, and, you know, needing to take some time. So I took some time. Like I said, August 3rd, you know, I got back from a two-week vacation in Maui. So I had already at that point been not working for two weeks and I was in Maui, like having a great time, you know, but got back and I decided I'm turning 40 The reason that I took this path and, you know, built this creative business was for freedom and flexibility. It was for exactly moments like this. And like, I need it. So August, I basically was working bare minimum. I was not. I stopped showing up on Instagram stories every day. My team, oh, so thankful for my team. We'll get into that more later, but my team was, you know, continuing to post on Instagram and, um, you know, I had recorded the Sheena show, so they were continuing to go out. So like content was going out, you know, we were putting valuable stuff out there, but I behind the scenes, dude, most days, (laughs) most days looked like I would roll out of bed whenever I felt like it, do puzzles in the living room all day while binge watching TV, just, I mean, seven hours of just binge watching TV. And then at some point in the afternoon, evening, I would sob, like just have a good old cry fest about, I don't know, (laughs) nothing or everything. I really couldn't tell at the time. Um, And then I'd be really, really tired and I'd go to bed. That was literally, that was my, those were my days for maybe a week, even two weeks. And I just let myself do that. I, it was really hard because up until now, my whole life has been productive. You got to create something. You got to work hard. You got to put something out there. That's the only reason you're worth anything. But I think I'm now realizing that I had to challenge that. If I'm really going to believe that I am worthy and enough and beautiful and worthy of being on this planet just as I am without producing anything, if I'm really going to believe that, then I got to stop producing for a while, right? And see what happens. Otherwise, how am I ever going to teach my brain that it's okay? And spoiler alert, it is okay. And it was okay. And it all turned out okay. So that's what happened. And now I'm going to share with you just the three most important lessons I learned from really allowing myself to just rest and not do anything productive. So lesson number one, which 
is probably the most profound one. So I will do my best to kind of explain it succinctly, but the lesson kind of boils down to, I want to learn how to be happier with exactly what I have without having to change my circumstances and upheave everything. I want to learn how to get happier in here rather than having to constantly change things outside. And it's interesting that this, I mean, I look back 10 years ago and it was about 10 years ago that I was really, you know, thinking about quitting law and how much longer can I do this? And wow, I really need to change my life. And I really back then believed that there was no way to be happier given the circumstances I was in. I had to make like huge changes. And I'm really glad that I did that. I mean, for anyone who's been listening to the Sheena show for any period of time or following me for any period of time, you know that, that quitting, you know, my law firm job was the best decision I ever made. But I think I've matured (laughs) in in the last 10 years. I mean, hopefully I have, right? That's the point of life. But I've matured to where now I'm like, okay, I don't need to burn everything to the ground. I don't need to change everything about my life. I don't need to change my outside circumstances. The more powerful change is changing my insides because it does feel powerful to change your circumstances, right? To quit that job, to leave that relationship, to put your foot down, to you know start that creative business. That feels really powerful, but what feels more powerful is knowing that you can be at peace and happy and feel worthy regardless of your circumstances. So I'm still totally working on it, but that's just really something that that came to me after I had let myself rest for a while. So here's kind of the summary, right? Like we, there can be times that come when you do feel burned out, when you feel absolutely on the edge of your rope, right? When you feel a compulsion to like quit everything and burn it all down and leave, right? And make huge upheavals and changes. First thing I would say is probably like try not to do that when you're in the midst of the emotional turmoil and burnout, because that's probably not a great emotional place to be making huge decisions from, right? You know, get yourself rest first. Take things off your plate. Find a way somehow that you can be a little bit more at peace, get rest, sleep well, you know, do that before making decisions in the middle of, you know, emotional turmoil. And once you have that, you might then see, okay, how can I do things differently so that I don't have to completely change my circumstances for this to feel better? Because that's really, at the end of the day, what we are all looking for, right? It's just to feel better. We just want to wake up in the mornings and feel a little bit better (laughs) about who we are and what our day is bringing. We want to feel a little bit better about the decisions that we're making. We want to feel better about ourselves and about what our lives are. And imagine if you could do that just internally without changing circumstances. So what I'm going to be uh, to kind of wrap up this (laughs) very rambly first, but very important lesson, what I really want to work at is just being nicer to myself. My God, my inner voice, the way I talk to myself is so shitty. Like, 
she's a little bitch. And I know <laughs> that it's just, um, a part of myself trying to protect myself, right? Old patterns that allowed me to survive and, and really, you know, accomplish everything that I've accomplished, but they're no longer serving me. The constant beating myself up, the constant, you can do better. The constant, you should have known the constant, why aren't you getting this right? It's not serving me. So what I really want to work on after, you know, going through this is, okay, how can I just be nicer to myself? How can I not put that pressure on myself to get it right every single time, but to embrace the experimenting and trying of things and the figuring it out. So that's lesson number one. (laughs) I'll try to be quicker with lessons two and three. Okay. Lesson number two, this is way more straightforward, but when you step back, this is for any leaders out there. When you step back as a leader, it really allows your team to step up and do things that you maybe weren't allowing or didn't think they were capable of. So one example is um, I hired a new sales and marketing assistant recently. She came on, you know, we onboarded her very quickly and then I went on vacation and then I came back and I was in no emotional place to work and create content. And so she got thrown into this situation where she had just started on our team. She was just learning the ropes. She was just learning our brand and she had to create content for the week, like, and post on Instagram. And you know what? She just rose so marvelously to the occasion and other people on my team as well were just kind of solving problems. And, and I just was honest with them and let them know like, Hey, here's where I am emotionally. Um, company's not going anywhere, but I need to take some time. So here's what we're going to, you know, our, our goals that we want to try and achieve for August. Here's where we want to try and get, you know, run with it a little bit more. And it's really amazing how doing that, letting go not having to check everything, you know, not having to have everything be perfect. It's amazing how much your team grows from that. So that's lesson number two. And then lesson number three, which applies to you, whether you are running a creative business, whether you are, you know, working, whatever your situation is, There is no one right way to do this life. I mean, really, it may sound obvious, especially coming from a creative entrepreneur, right? Isn't that the whole point, Sheena, is (laughs) to like do things a little bit differently, to uh, be a little bit of a rebel, right? To not have the, the usual cubicle job, but you'd be surprised how much when you start a business, how much of the shoulds you can still feel about how you should be doing, you know, the business and how you should be creating content on what schedule and how you should be showing up for your audience and how you should be organizing things for your team. And there's a lot of shoulds out there. And I am grateful for all of the guidance and all of the teachers and all of the mentors that I've had that have taught me how to build this business so amazingly in such a short period of time. So grateful. And I think I'm at a point where I'm ready to say, wow, there really isn't one right way to do this. Not all businesses have to have exactly these meetings at exactly these times and do launches a number of times per year and put something out weekly. And, you know, there really is room out there to do things your way as long as you're showing up 
and honest with yourself about why you want to do things a certain way as opposed to another. And as long as you're paying attention and tracking what matters and seeing what works and what doesn't work, I truly believe there are so many ways to do creative entrepreneurship, to do a job, to do a side hustle, to do life. So many ways. And I don't know, maybe it takes getting to 40 (laughs) to have the courage to just do that, you know, in a way that might be different from everyone else's. Those are the three lessons that I kind of was able to distill out of this experience of just really taking one of the most necessary and profound and non-expectation laden (laughs) breaks that I have ever taken and really allowing myself to just feel all my feelings and do exactly what I wanted day to day and try not to beat myself up and watch how I was talking to myself. It was so, so necessary and so, so important and something that I hope that if you're listening to this and you feel like, my God, I really need some time like that. I hope maybe you feel inspired to take a little bit of a break yourself if that's something that you really need. Because here's the thing. I basically didn't show up on Instagram stories for close to six weeks. I popped in maybe twice just to do little updates. My team was, you know, posting on Instagram. My um, evergreen funnel was running in the background. My team ran a flash open enrollment of our course And guess what? This month, revenue-wise, probably the lowest revenue-generating month of the entire year, and yet still profitable. The machine is still working, and nothing fell apart. Things didn't collapse. My bank account isn't suddenly empty. Disasters didn't happen. And I am now going back into work with a really changed attitude. I'm going to focus on the things that really matter. I am not going to keep doing things just because that's the way I've done them in the past or that's the way somebody else has done them. I'm really going to listen more to my intuition and be okay not growing as much as I feel like I should be growing this year or not comparing myself to, you know, other to my peers. I think It's an attitude that is going to really carry me forward in the long term so I can keep doing this, so I can keep showing up for you guys, so I can keep bringing you value and honesty and real life experience um, in the hopes that it helps someone out there, maybe you. So that's kind of to bring it back to the beginning where, you know, I took the break. I took almost six weeks off of work and it's okay. It's totally going to be okay. And I think it was really important to teach my brain that because I feel more relaxed. Like it's going to be okay. I have faith in myself. I know I can take care of myself. And doing this has been such a beautiful way to honor myself and, and what I need. There you go. (laughs) There's my just kind of honest sharing of what my August and last half of July was like. 
I do want to say, just to wrap it up, that just saying that out loud, I took six weeks to do puzzles, to go to Hawaii, do puzzles on my couch, binge watch TV, feel my feelings, journal, and I still have a successful business and things are still running and I'm still connecting with people and I'm still changing lives and this would not be possible without calligraphy. And isn't it amazing that all of this has come out of out of an art form, out of writing with a nib and ink on paper. So really, if calligraphy is calling out to you, if anything, if it's not calligraphy, if it's watercolor, if it's embroidery, whatever it is, if something is calling out to you, if you're curious about something, please go for it. You never know what's going to happen because it's not really calligraphy, right? It's not the calligraphy itself that that saved me and set me on this journey and gave me this life of amazing freedom and abundance. It's not calligraphy, right? It, it, I could have been interested and passionate about something else, right? And that could have set me on the same path. I truly believe that. It's not calligraphy itself is not a magic wand. Calligraphy itself is not going to transform you, but you following your own creative curiosity and allowing yourself to do that and investing in yourself and giving yourself the permission to go after something that you're really interested in, that, that is what is going to change your life. That is the, the portal to amazing fucking things. So if that's calligraphy for you, please check it out. I'm so, so glad I did. So that's what I have for you this week. <laughs> Thank you for sticking with me through all of it. Um, I hope some of it was helpful and I hope it encourages you all to stay on that crooked creative path. It is crooked for sure. The amazing thing about Crooked Pass is you don't know what's around the bend. I think something amazing is around the bend. And that's really exciting. All right. Until next week. Love y'all. Oh, you're still here. That's awesome. That means that you like the show, right? Thank you for listening to the end. And I want to ask you a really quick favor. Could you take two seconds right now, literally right now, to just leave a rating on this podcast. And if you're feeling extra generous, write a one sentence review. It really helps more people like you to find this show. You are awesome. I'll see you next time.